0: Hi everyone, my name is Strange, and I believe people should know the truth. Uh, there have always been did many different legends surrounding the rock and roll icon, and many still claim that Elvis met with aliens more than once in his life. Today we're going to do a little investigation, and tell you everything we know about Elvis and his UFO connections. Uh, but let's start at the beginning. Elvis Aaron Presley was an American singer and actor, one of the most commercially successful performers of the 20th century. But what was the reason for such high popularity of the performer and his incredible success? After all, it's hard to call its origin fortunate. Gee, this is... The usual endeavours to blood sweat, a dash of luck or some third party. Which was necessary, popular and influential person on our planet. Let's go through Elvis' biography and look at the strangest moments in it. The storm. Oh, uh, um, the performer was born on January 8th, 1935 in Chupelo, Mississippi. The son of Vernon Presley and his wife Gladys Presley. Elvis himself also had a twin brother, but he died shortly after his birth in 1936. The middle name Aaron was given to the future star in memory of his late brother, Garani Presley. This, uh, this, the family was poor, and after Vernon's arrest for cheque forgery in 1938, they were on the edge. Elvis spent his childhood surrounded by religion and music. He attended church, assembly of God, sang in the church choir and received a guitar as a gift from his parents on his 11th birthday. Relatives and the pastor of the church taught the boy to play and he tried to do it himself. Around this time Elvis begins to disappear for a while, ostensibly to train on his own. But some people claim to have seen how young Presley could stare at the sky for long hours as if looking for something. Uh, some parishioners said they often saw the boy walking pensively home from a nearby vacant lot. In the vacant lot itself, they often found scotch marks and crumpled grass, as if something huge had landed there. In 1946, Elvis enters the sixth grade at Milam School. In seventh grade, he starts bringing his guitar to school and playing during lunch. And uh, classmates tease him, but young Presley does not pay them much attention, continuing to play and sing. At the same time, he gets together with the younger brother of Slim, host of the Mississippi Slim show on local radio. Toth described Elvis as obsessed with music and introduced him to his older brother. Slim himself complements the aspiring musician's training by showing him coordination techniques and starts supporting him in every way possible. And when he turns 12, he even invites Elvis to perform live. The first time goes poorly due to stage fright. But here is the second time a week later. Young Presley still gathers courage and the performance is very successful. Which, to be fair, is weird. Elvis was a modest and even one might say shy kid. Eh... Matasandolnasam was but somehow he manages to get on the local radio airwaves and even overcome stage fright within a week. Few eyewitnesses said the young musician lingered even longer in that vacant lot that week. uh Someone even talked about how something massive would descend into the wasteland and rise again and fly away about half an hour later. This unknown body, or rather its passengers, had a very big impact on Elvis' character, dampening his shyness and stage fright. Probably not too much to avoid unnecessary suspicion. In 948, the Presley family moved to Memphis, Tennessee. And this is where Elvis's journey as a musician and singer truly begins. As yas. as he is interested in contemporary music and walks around Beatles Street neighborhoods to watch music, mostly blues, being played live. In eighth grade, when the the music teacher told young Presley that he had no singing ability, he brought a guitar to school and sang, Keep them cold, icy fingers off me. Quite unlike the modest and shy boy he had been just two years earlier. how powerful an influence an encounter with the ethereal can have on a person, especially if that influence is directed. In 1950, the aspiring performer began taking guitar lessons from his apartment complex neighbor, J.C. Lee Danson. Moreover, together with his friends, they start playing in front of the house for the sake of more practice. With Elvis graduating from high school, he decides to record a record with two songs as a surprise for his mother. Recording studio owner Sam Phillips decides to memorize the singer, but that's where it ends for now. A year later, the young singer decides to record another record for himself with two songs, and a little later, in the spring of this year, tried to audition for the local gospel quartet, Sank Falis, but was unsuccessful. As Elvis was told at the time, he couldn't sing. The same fate befell him in a tryout for a Memphis club. The young performer was advised to work as a truck driver because he would never make a singer out of him. As early as this summer, Presley calls Sam Phillips and invites him to rehearse. He he wanted to record the song Visit Out Hill, but he wasn't happy with the result. Elvis was then shattered and you might say depressed. He eventually wanted to be a musician and singer, but time after time he ran into rejection. This week he went for another long walk and those who saw him said the guy was in a state of extreme brooding. And on another wasteland the singer sat for several hours, and returned home incredibly energetic, as if he had learned something incredible. The ground in that vacant lot was once again teeming with scorched, arranged in a circle, and the grass was muffled. The singer himself did not say anything about it, preferring to bring the topic of conversation or go forward. A week later, he called Elvis again, this time asking to work alongside guitarist Scotty Moore and Smuggler Bill Black. But a couple of recorded ballads didn't impress Sam either. And then, during the break, Preslin started playing It's Alright, voice of the band as in a completely new unexpected rhythm that both Black and Moore picked up on. Even Philips was impressed and later, after recording the song, took it to a local radio station where the recording was played several times an hour. Due to the incredible popularity of the song, played to a completely new, literally ethereal rhythm, Elvis was invited into the studio for a live interview. Later, another song was recorded in exactly the same manner, and they were both released on the same record, which sold 20,000 copies. the alien knowledge pushed elvis upward opening the way to his dream from that moment the trio began to perform almost constantly first in local clubs then on the radio and in 1954 signed a contract with a publishing company in the middle of 1955 the popularity of the whole team in general and elvis in particular was transcending the provinces and their music was becoming known to the general public from that point on, the singer's career takes another powerful leap, and even while serving in the military, Presley continues to record songs and release them. Moreover, after completing his service, he starts acting in movies, stopping at musical comedy as his main genre, but at the same time, not reducing the number of songs produced. Over time, quality declined, and by the end of 1967, Elvis and his record company were having sales problems. At this time, the strangeness begins again. Presley's becomes more pensive, begins to take a long look at the sky again. One evening, a dim light, barely dimmed by the curtains, poured from the windows of the singer's dwelling. Uh, It lasted in the neighborhood of half an hour, after which something rumbled away into the night above. After that, the singer's reascension begins. In 1968, he manages to get a contract with NBC to record a Christmas concert, which becomes the most popular TV program of the season and lets people know that Elvis is back. A series of Memphis recordings begins, the quality of which has increased dramatically from what he had previously released from 1969 to 1971. Elvis begins participating in engagements in Vegas and starring in a number of documentaries about himself. His family, however, began to have problems. He divorced his wife. The end of Great Friday, however, is a little less grand. Since 1970, Elvis had been heavily dependent on medication. head injuries and exposure to a planetary species is not something that is healthy. His behavior was becoming irrational, he was delirious, and felt pain throughout his body. In fact, it was the medications that helped to manage these symptoms. Except that taking them exacerbated other problems. Glaucoma in both eyes, stomach ulcers, chronic hepatitis, hypertension, and too many other miscellaneous conditions. The body failed the great performer. He developed a suspiciousness bordering on paranoia. The singer died on August 16, 1977 from a sedative overdose. Just the Samara CSA. What I saw, it's impossible to say exactly how much influence, if any, the meeting with Enlon Elvis had. But what can be said for sure is that the singer himself has had a huge impact on our culture. Elvis isn't the only star to have encountered aliens. On our channel, we will reveal all the secrets and evidence of their presence. uh, Subscribe to the channel and email me your alien-related stories. Contacts can be found in the About section of the channel. Uh, Together, we will force the authorities of all countries to disclose all the information they have. After all, people need to know the truth.